0: This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Plated Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. Plated Earth is also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app, Please show your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. Now grab a snack and get ready for Food Fables. When Dimitri arrives at the original farmer's market for work each morning, he sees more than just the vendors and their foods. He sees cultures, histories, brothers, sisters, tragedy, happiness, and love all coming together around the central courtyard of community tables. The scent of citrus and exotic tropical fruit from the produce stalls flirts with the fragrance of fresh brigadeiros from the Brazilian food shop Dimitri always recommends that market-goers bring diversity to their palate and their plate, and this time of year, he'll suggest those fresh Brazilian chocolate treats over store-bought heart-shaped candies. If you want a true sweet for your sweetheart, he'll say with a wink. After opening up the pie shop and baking the day's demand of his apple pies, plus some seasonal special chocolate strawberry pies in honor of the upcoming holiday, Dimitri made his way to the fresh fruit stands of the market and examined the selection of citrus and tropical treats. Oranges, pomelos, coconuts, bananas. It was February, so in the spirit of love, he decided upon the passion fruit. Love is in the air, Dimitri began, even if you can't always feel it or see it. Sometimes it's as small as a seed that need only be planted and nurtured in order to blossom. You'd think it's strange for me to pick this fruit in honor of the upcoming Valentine's Day. Dimitri began slicing open a few passion fruits at the community tables, where a crowd had already gathered around. Its name actually relates to the Passion of Christ, rather than having romantic connotations. In South America, early Catholic missionaries used different parts of this fruit's flower as symbols representative of the crucifixion, a time known as the Passion of Christ. From there, the plant, flower, and fruit entered into folklore with the name we know today. You see, in those early times, because most people could not read or write, flowers were used as symbols in Christian art and teachings, representing philosophical ideas in order to make it easier for people to understand. In some cases, symbols were taken from prior pagan times and adopted by early Catholic missionaries. Just like the passion flower, it wasn't until the early 1600s that a Mexican Augustine monk was seemingly the first person to note the symbolism attached to the plant's anatomy. He made sketches that were sent back to Europe and later popularized by another churchman and historian in Rome. So then, what may have been the folklore surrounding the passion fruit and plant before the arrival of conquering Europeans? Well, it hasn't been recovered with any certainty, but one Aztec myth alludes to the healing properties of the snake vine, that is, a vine guarded by a serpent. This sacred vine is commonly thought to be a variety of morning glory with hallucinogenic properties, which were of highly sacred value. But morning glory does not actually fit with all of the details suggested in folklore, that is, having black seeds and healing properties. As legend has it, the snake vine was also said to be found growing in regions where forests have burned down. Well, wouldn't you know it? Passion fruits, which, as you can see, have black seeds, grow on vigorous climbing vines that in fact are the first to return after a burn. The snake vine myth migrated north and south through the Americas areas where species of passionflower were particularly widespread and were known to have medicinal properties, just like the snake vine. Passionflower plants are a long-standing herbal remedy discovered by the Aztecs, who used it as a sedative to help treat anxiety or insomnia. While this role in Aztec mythology cannot be confirmed, and while there are even a few other similar myths from the Incas and Mayans that may relate to the passionflower plant, One thing is certain, there is more passion in this fruit than the name itself. It's in its history, its mystery, and even its present-day folklore. You see, some cultures believe that after eating a passion fruit, you'll fall in love with the next person your eyes fall upon. Dimitri scooped a tablespoonful of the passion fruit pulp, closed his eyes, and licked the spoon clean. He held the spoon up in front of his face opened his eyes, and lit up with joy as he gazed at his reflection in the spoon. He winked at the crowd, who laughed at his cartoon-like animation. My parents would always tell me the stories of fruits and vegetables, their origins, their myths, and my mother pulled this same spoon trick with passion fruit before telling me her tale of why this particular legend came to be. Dimitri finished the other half of his passion fruit, again licking his spoon clean, Then, as always, with a wipe of his napkin across his lips, like a curtain unveiling the opening act, Dimitri began his story. Dimitri spoke. Once upon a time, there was a young chef who loved to find new flavors. This young chef would visit local markets and farms, taste-testing fruits and vegetables, eyes closed, visualizing the item in the kitchen— in hand, under the knife, into the bowl, oven or pan, and onto the plate. The chef would say each item's unique flavor came to mind in color, blending with other ingredients, painting a picture of possibilities for cooking creations. Like fireworks, the chef would say, through a full mouth and closed eyes, as the flavors danced along the taste buds. One day, while strolling through a local market, The chef noticed a young farmer with a beautiful smile, selling small, oval, wrinkly fruits. What are these? the chef asked. Passion fruit, the farmer replied. Passion, really? The chef hesitantly picked up a fruit and held it between two fingers in front of skeptical eyes. The young farmer smiled and took back the fruit in hand, carefully cutting it open. True passion comes from within, the farmer winked as the vibrant yellow pulp with black seeds popped against the deep purple wrinkly skin. Taste for yourself. The chef smiled and took half of the fruit, slurping down the jelly-like pulp with eyes closed, as the sweet tart flavor flirted with his culinary imagination. Like fireworks, the farmer said. The chef's jaw dropped with a half-open smile at the sound of those words. Like fireworks, the chef repeated eyes opening slowly to gaze upon the farmer, who smiled in return. More people approached the stand, and so the chef thanked the farmer, waving awkwardly, to which the farmer replied with a scrunched nose giggle and a wink. The chef wandered aimlessly around the market, unable to shake this tingling feeling inside, like the sweet tart passion fruit on his tongue. Craving more, the chef returned to the produce stands, but found that the farmer and fruit were no longer there. Overcome with desire, the chef was led by a pounding chest and fluttering feet from one market to the next, asking others about the farmer with the passion fruit. That young farmer is just the sweetest human on the planet, always helping me unload my own truck, set up my stand, and display my fruits. Oh, and those passion fruits, well, aren't they just a treat? Try the market on the south end of town. The kindest heart, always giving free fruits to the kids that come around telling stories of different cultures' culinary scenes, painting pictures in their minds of how flavors come together on the palate and the plate. Try the street fair tomorrow on the West End. Each destination, each neighboring stall had a story to tell about the farmer with the passion fruit, and each bite of information left the chef craving more. From north to south, east to west, the chef went to every market there was, Until finally, there was only one more left at the heart of the city center. Walking up and down the many lanes of produce stalls and food stands, the chef's heart began to beat faster. Here, I know it, I just know. It's like... The chef stopped, reaching the final stall with stacks of the wrinkly passion fruits, but no one was behind the stand. The chef picked up a fruit, fingers wrapping tightly around it. Like fireworks. The voice came from behind, and the chef turned around to find the farmer, one hand reaching out. The chef took the farmer's hand, fingers wrapping tightly together, as the chef repeated, like fireworks. The end. Well folks, that concludes this week's episode. Tune in next time for the latest Food buzz. And remember, cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next time.